Matt, can I talk to you about something for a second? Sure, John, go ahead. Well, you know, I, I mean, to our listeners, it's like we see each other every week, but the fact of the matter is we've actually been kind of apart for a while. I've been on vacation, and so we haven't seen each other for several weeks. Very true. And I'm also reflecting on the fact that uh, it's not going to be too long, a couple of years, and I'm going to be retiring, and we don't really know what our future holds together. I mean, it may come to a time when I, I don't get to visit with you all the time, and I just, can I just ask you a question? Well, sure, John, anything. So, so do you think you'll remember me, like, tomorrow? Will you remember me tomorrow? Of course I'll remember you tomorrow. Well, like a year from now, if something would happen that we wouldn't wouldn't do the radio show anymore, would, a year from now, would you How remember How could me? I ever forget Jolly John Lukomsky? What, what what about 10 years? Would you remember me 10 years from now? Of course. Yeah, no problem. Okay. Well, I'm sorry. I guess, you know, you get older, you start thinking about things like that. So, oh, so anyway, we were on vacation in Minnesota, and I brought us back a new knock-knock joke all the way from Minnesota. Whoa, cool. imported from up north. Yeah, because we're always trying to get the best. We, we, we're all over the country trying to find the very best material. So here it is. Knock, knock. Who's there? You forgot me already. <laughs> oh. We're on a mission from God. <laughs> and now something completely different. That you're concerned whether I remember you or not, and you're, you're talking about retirement. You're, you're getting kind of sentimental and weepy over here, and then it's just a setup for a knock knock joke. My goodness, messing with someone's emotions like that. I'm so sorry. My again, as we're seeking to find the very best grade school humor we can find. Oh, this came from my granddaughter Haley, Haley Cooper, up there in Prior Lake, Minnesota, and so when she pulled that on me, I thought, oh, we have to do that. We That's have good. to do that for regular basis. So, uh, uh, yeah. thank you, Haley. You got me so quick. <laughs> very cute. So, have you guys you had your summer vacation yet, Matt? Yeah, we we had a little vacation. We Where, got away a little go? bit. We just kind of stayed local, and we did some bike riding and oh, cool. went to wine country here in Missouri. We're not talking California wine country, <laughs> Missouri wine country. Plenty of wine here. Yeah, that's right. No, we had a great time. Good time ah. with the kids. Did some fishing, did some swimming, and you know, just just had a blast. Well, we had a great time in Minnesota because I kept looking at the weather, and it was like a hundred and four degrees here in St. Louis. Yeah, don't rub it in. I had to wear a jacket one night. It was so cold in Minnesota. Oh, boy. Yeah, tough, I tell you. Must be. <laughs> and we had a, I was at a planning meeting for the National Youth Gathering, which is going to be held in Minneapolis in 2019. Oh, cool. The LCMS National Youth Gathering. Yeah. It's wonderful. The meeting planning here was, uh, there was that day when it was 108 and broke a record. Is that right? And up in Minneapolis, where the youth gathering is going to actually be, I think the high was like 79 or so, 80 that day. So we were in Minnesota at the same time then. Yeah, so you know what I'm talking about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So when I retire, we're taking the show to Minnesota during the summer months. <laughs> all right, you know, I'm in. We're, we're, Matt and I are going up there and recording Let's all episodes. Let's do it. 
Uh, now, where are we at now? We, we're doing the Lord's Prayer, so well, we, where, we how get, far along we got to introduce the show oh, first. Oh, that's right. I'm sorry. Not that people I haven't guess, guessed already. That's right. I'm John Lukomsky, uh Jolly John Lukomsky from St. Paul's Lutheran Church in New Athens, Illinois, and Trinity Lutheran Church in Tarmstown, Illinois, and this is my co-host. <laughs> Pastor Matt Youngblood and a little gullible, apparently, if it's Joe <laughs> Clark uh, from uh, beautiful uh, Central Lutheran Church in South St. Louis. And this is Wrestling, Wrestling with, with the, the basics. basics. Okay. Um, we're doing the Lord's Prayer. Uh, and and uh, could I do something before we get... Because what, what, no, what petition it. are we doing right now? Well, we are doing the one about uh, thy kingdom come. Okay. Thy will be done. Uh, and, you know, we, we've come out of the closet. We, we, we've we've <laughs> acknowledged that we're Lutherans. Yeah, yeah, explain what that's all <laughs> that's about. What, I, what else would they, I meant? <laughs> I uh, have no um, idea. So it occurred to me, I don't think we did this in our first two sections on the Lord. Did we read from the Catechism? Well, we might have alluded to it, but go ahead. Okay, yeah. 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 So, so here's what we've had so far. Our Father who art in heaven, what does this mean? With these words, God tenderly invites us to believe that he is our true Father, and we are his true children, so that with all boldness and confidence we may ask him as dear children ask their dear Father. By the way, I'm going to—I I wish I—the old translation said we are his dear He is our dear Father, and we are his dear children. I like that better than true. I wonder why they changed that. I don't know. But there's a new catechism coming out this fall, so... So maybe they'll put that back. Maybe they'll they'll put it back. I don't know. I have to see what it actually said there in the German. First petition, that's what we did last week. Hallowed be thy name. What does this mean? God's name is certainly holy in itself, but we pray in this petition that it may be kept holy among us. How is God's name kept holy? God's name is kept holy when the word of God is taught in its truth and purity. And we as children of God also lead holy lives according to it. Help us to do this, dear Father in heaven. But anyone who teaches or lives contrary to God's word profanes the name of God among us. Protect us from this, Heavenly Father. And now, today, we're doing what? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Okay. Thy kingdom oh, come, thy will be done. So let's do both of them. Oh, yeah, wow. Well. You are a bold. Yeah. Okay. Well, they're, they're pretty close to related. Did you want to read? Do you want me to yeah, read, the, read the, the means of those two? Okay. Yeah, please. Uh, thy kingdom come. What does this mean? The kingdom of God certainly comes by itself without our prayer. But we pray in this petition that it may come to us also. How does God's kingdom come? Oh, well, let's, let's okay, save that Okay, save one. that. Let's right, save good, that right, right. But, but, but well, you want to read the meaning to the thy will oh, be okay, done? okay, all right. Okay. So, so thy will be done. Yeah, the meaning yeah. is the good and gracious will of God is done even without our prayer. But we pray in this petition that it may be done among us also. And, and you know, I, I just... I'd like that because the emphasis is it's not like God is not going to do things unless we ask him. Yes. No, he's doing this. The kingdom's coming. His will's being done. But he wants us to understand and believe that it is being done amongst us. Among us also. The kingdom's coming to us. Yes. It's, it's all about us. That's the key yeah. thing. And that's yeah. a very Lutheran thing, too, that, that all this is for you, for yes. us. God is acting for us. And, well, and you're here coming certainly way we out of the that. closet now. I know. Watch, watch out. out. Watch out. <laughs> <laughs> and there's going to be a theme as we go through the rest of the Lord's Prayer. Again, the, uh, give us this day our daily bread. That we recognize that God gives daily bread and rain to everyone on the whole face of the earth, yeah. good or bad, uh, evil. Holy, Christian, non-Christian, but you know, for us as God's people, we recognize, oh, this is from him. And I mean, I think it's that much more precious when we realize 
this is from a loving God who's yeah. providing. But anyway, we're getting ahead of ourselves. Okay. Uh, but yeah, let's let's focus on thy kingdom come, thy will be done. Uh, as I talked about uh, last week, we're doing this on Wrestling with the Basics in part because I've been giving a lot of thought to the Lord's Prayer lately, especially when it comes to uh, preaching. And at Ascension, we're looking at a book in conjunction oh, with yeah. that uh, called again. Our Way Home, A Journey Through the Lord's Prayer. Uh, so that's a book that's written by a Lutheran guy, uh, another Lutheran up in Mequon, Wisconsin, Dr. Pavla, who uh, teaches there at Concordia University. He's not University. the guy with the dogs, is it? Pavel of the dogs? I don't know. If we'll, <laughs> we'll ring, ring the, the bell, bell and, and see, if, see if he that's starts salivating. Different, different doctor. Probably so. Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, I, I, I emailed this Dr. Pavel, oh, who cool. I've never met, yeah. and said, hey, you know, we're doing this for our uh, sermon series and we're using your book. And hey, if you happen to be in the St. Louis area, we'd love to have you come and do a book signing maybe because we're going oh, to have some neat. books available. And he said, well, I'm not coming to St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> it's 108 degrees down there. Are you crazy? I'm in Mequon. <laughs> but he did say, maybe I'll plan a trip. He, yep. So he's going to ride his motorcycle down to St. Louis from Mequon, uh, and he'll be at Ascension that first weekend in September. So we're excited oh, about that. that's neat. Yeah, that's pretty neat. What now? I've got. So is he? Was he coming down? That could we get him? Well, no, that wouldn't work. I yeah, keep forgetting be, we're not here on Saturdays. Know, are we? We, yeah, we pretend yeah. to be here on Saturdays, but we're not. Unfortunately. Okay, but that would have been pretty cool yeah, to have him on the show. Well, maybe we could call him up or something. Well, talk to him. Yeah. We'd love to do yeah, that. Yeah, we should do that. Okay. okay. Well, yeah, we'll look yeah. into that. Okay. Well, anyway, I want to share a little bit of what, what he writes here. Now, th this is not characteristic of rest of the basics material. You know, the uh, this <laughs> it's <laughs> not <laughs> stupid and inane. <laughs> This is this is kind of classing up the okay, place a little bit, a little right. bit of culture we now on Rest of the Basics. So he he introduces this idea of Thy kingdom come, Thy will be done, uh, with a poem by Robert Frost. We don't oh, do that too often. No, on no. The show. <laughs> <laughs> so here it is. It's called the Pasture, and here here we go. Uh, it, it's it's written like a a farmer perhaps speaking to to someone. Uh, maybe to a, to a son or to a grandson, something along those lines. Um, but but here it goes. It says this. I'm going out to clear the pasture spring, uh, only stop to rake the leaves away, and wait to watch the water clear I may. I shan't be gone long. You come too. I'm going out to fetch the little calf that's standing by the mother. It's so young it totters when she licks it with her tongue. I shan't be gone long. You come too. End of poem. Oh, yeah. It's kind of a neat little piece. And, neat. and that refrain at the end of each line, you, you come, come to. to. Yeah. Uh, and, and we get this picture of, of maybe, maybe a parent or grandparent wanting to, to bring their child, grandchild with them as they, they do these chores. But he invites us in his book to kind of think of this in another way. Okay, what if this was being spoken not by an adult, but by a child ah. tugging on their father's sleeve saying, yeah. you know, I've got work to do and and, and there, there's there's lots to be done. But but you come too. Yeah. You know, it's going to yeah. be better if you come with me, Dad. Uh, you come too. And and he, he suggests we sort of think of the Lord's Prayer in those terms. As we're praying to our Father who is in heaven, our Father who art in heaven, we're saying to him, you come too. Uh -huh. You know, there, there's work to be done on this earth. God's kingdom is coming. His will is going to be done, no doubt about it. But as we pray that it's done among us also, we also have a way of praying that it's done through us, his kingdom expanded. And we say to him in this prayer, you come to be with us in this coming of your kingdom and in your will being done. You come to. So I, th I think that's kind of a that neat picture. That is a neat thought. Yeah. It is a neat yeah. thought. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, again, all within that context of the father in heaven. So I'm glad we opened up with that, what, what that our father means. And we're reminded of that. You know, I think that's especially true when 
you know, in times of fear in our lives. Uh, maybe when we're starting a new endeavor. Uh, maybe we're going to school for the first day, starting kindergarten, and we want mom or dad to come with us. Yep. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Or, or that maybe kindergarten yeah, exactly. day was traumatic. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you come too. Or uh, yeah, going away to college for the first time, or uh, maybe the first job, or, or going to the military. You know, maybe we don't want mom or dad coming with us, but we want a buddy to be with us. You know, you come too. We don't want to be alone. So it's just the point being that in times of fear, we want someone to be with us. And and in this petition, that's at least part of what we're praying is, Lord, you come to, as your kingdom comes, as your will is done, let it be done among us. Be with us in that coming of your kingdom and in that will being done. And, and I think then if, if, if we're going to look at it from that way, perhaps you need to elaborate what is this kingdom that we're praying would come to us as well. Yeah. So what is the kingdom? Well, first, I guess what well, I guess when we look around us, for starters, when we think about kingdoms and and who's ruling, who's reigning in this world, yeah. it doesn't really seem like it's God's kingdom, right? It seems like when we see the the, the death and destruction and terrorism and uh, you know prejudice and all sort of stuff around us, it seems like wait a second, I, I thought God's kingdom was coming. Is this what it looks like? And it but, seems. But, but no, actually, see, that makes perfect sense to me because the devil is the prince of this world. Yeah. That's why we're praying thy kingdom come. Exactly. We, we know what the kingdom of the devil is like. Like you say, we experience that day in and day out, which is why we call, oh, your kingdom needs to get down here. Exactly. I mean, we look around this world, it looks like this is Satan's kingdom. This is his rule, his reign, and it sure feels like it. Well, and it, it, it is from the and standpoint. It is, yeah. That, yeah. 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 So his kingdom is here. Yeah. So what does that mean when Jesus' kingdom comes and comes among us? Well, that, that's why I asked you to wait on that one part yes, of the catechism. So now. if you want to okay. grab it. So yeah. we have in the catechism, what does this mean? Thy kingdom come, thy will be done. But then there's another follow-up question. It says, how is this done, right? Yeah, how how is this kingdom come? Kingdom how is this will done? So let's let Luther answer one, the question. One would almost think that we had this planned. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but let's but not. our listeners probably know, know better, better than that. <laughs> God's kingdom comes when our Heavenly Father gives us his Holy Spirit. So that by his grace, we believe his holy word and lead godly lives here in time and there in eternity. Yeah. Well, we'll here. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Is there, there was more? What, the, uh, let's see. Oh, here, here. Oh, <laughs> okay. Yeah. Oh, how's yeah, the will yeah, is done? Yeah, how's right, the will done? These together. Yeah, yeah, let's see. How's that one God's too. will done? When he breaks and hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature. So that's the kingdom that we're experiencing yes. here and now. Uh, so when he hinders every evil plan and purpose of the devil, the world, and our sinful nature, which do not want us to hollow God's name, our let his kingdom come. And when he strengthens and keeps us firm in his word and faith until we die, this is his good and gracious will. Yeah. So I, I like I like putting those two petitions together because that, that segment talks about how God's will is done. His kingdom comes when it breaks and hinders every evil plan of the devil. Right. And so that that's how God's kingdom come by the power of the Holy Spirit, then uh, working in us and God with us and through us, um, his kingdom comes. So that the kingdom of the, the prince of this world, Satan, that is broken into by the kingdom of God, when the Holy Spirit is present, when God's word is present, when every evil plan of the devil is broken and hindered. I think that's a beautiful picture. Neat language. 
And, and and it also picks up what you had said earlier, that, that we're involved in this process of the kingdom coming, because in the first petition we say, uh, lead godly lives here in time and there in eternity. And again, when he strengthens and keeps us firm in the word and faith until we die. Uh, um, yeah, so we're we're also part of this kingdom coming in terms of our love and our care for the neighbor, too. Yeah, yeah that's exactly right. So God is the one who brings his kingdom, but but in expanding that kingdom, that reign of God, it's when we share the word of God with others, when we, you know, this, this rush of the basics, believe it or not, is a part of that, right? And so, <laughs> it's hard to believe. <laughs> it's hard to believe. But then again, faith is hope in the things unseen. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we are the evidence of faith, are we not? There we go. And there could actually be something good coming out of this craziness. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, and, and so that, I think, goes back to that poem again, you come to. Lord, as we, we do this broadcast, you come to. Because if it's just me and John doing this thing, <laughs> you know, it's, Well, it's, we've established that, haven't we? There's yeah, nothing that's going to come out of that. That's exactly right. So I, I think Luther was keenly aware of that. I mean, the words of that small catechism, but I also think the words of um, that, that hymn of the Reformation, A Mighty Fortress. You know, we're in that 500th anniversary of the Reformation, and he writes in his hymn... About Satan and his kingdom. Oh, yeah. He writes, yeah. you know, that old evil foe, Satan, now means deadly woe, deep guile and great miter. His dread arms and fight on earth is not his equal. You know, we, we hear those words and we think, uh, what chance do we have against this enemy? This well, enemy we, whose we kingdom and reign is right here. We don't have any chance against him. That's the whole point. Yeah. Not on our own, at least. Yeah. And, and so, as just feeble children, all we can do is tug on our father's arm and say, you come too. Your kingdom come, Lord. Father, your will be done. And then we can sing the rest of the hymn, of course, where Luther writes, With might of ours cannot be done. No, can't do it on our own, like you said. Soon we're our loss affected. We can't fight this battle on our own, but force fights the valiant one whom God himself elected. Ask you, who's this? Who's this valiant one? Jesus Christ it is. A Sabaoth Lord, there's no other God. He holds the field forever. You know, it's kind of neat to have that battle language. I think when we're talking about reigns and kingdoms and things like that, that here it is, Jesus Christ, the only one, the valiant one, the one who's going to hold the field forever. He's the one who breaks into this world and his rule, his reign spreads and overcomes that rule and reign of, of Satan, the prince of this world. And, you know, I, I find a certain helpfulness and comfort in what you've just said, Matt, because I think when we have troubles and trials, uh, it's only natural for us in our sinful flesh to wonder why. Uh, and yet, actually, if you think about it, well, of course you got troubles and you got trials. You're in the kingdom of the devil. You're in the kingdom of the world. You're in the kingdom of our sinful flesh. Uh, we, we just did John chapter 10 in Thy Strong Word uh, yeah. uh, today uh, and about the thieves and the robbers that come in to, to kill and destroy. That, that's exactly right. The, the world doesn't want anything good for us, especially as those of us who are part of God's family. It doesn't want it for anybody, but especially not for those of us who are the children of God. And that's why we pray, though, because we need your kingdom to come in, Lord. We need your kingdom to come in and make a difference, because you're right. There's, there's no way we're going to prevail over these forces that cause us trial and troubles. But yeah. if we have them, don't be surprised, because that is part of being in the kingdom we are now. Yeah. Thy kingdom come, though, Lord. Thy kingdom come. That's yeah, exactly. That's the prayer. And because it's in the Lord's Prayer, and Jesus teaches us to pray, this is God's will that his kingdom comes. Yes. And we can be confident yeah. of that as we pray for that and say, Lord, you come too. Be with us. And it's this idea that, I mean, it, when you think about it, his kingdom has come. Jesus Christ is broken in this ah, world. Yes. With every disease he healed, yeah. that kingdom came and that reign spread. With his death on the cross, certainly with his coming back to life, his kingdom has come. Uh, Satan has been defeated. And so Jesus, like he says in Luke 12, I, I love it. He says, 
Fear not, little flock. It's your father's good pleasure to give you the kingdom. You know, and that's beautiful. But but like you said, you know, this side of heaven, Satan is still active, right? Uh, he's been defeated, but yet he's still reigning and holding on to that reign as much as he can. And we look forward to that last day when, when Christ returns and that kingdom finally, fully, ultimately comes. You know, that's what I, I had not thought of that before, but that's the neat thing about the Lord's Prayer because we are praying for what's going to happen in the future, tomorrow. But at the same time, everything we pray for has already been done and accomplished. It's not like the kingdom hasn't come. It has come, as you said. It's come in Jesus Christ. Uh, we saw his power, uh, and, and he continues to work that. Um, the story that's on my mind right now is we're going to do the feeding of the 4,000 uh, on, on the coming Sunday. Uh, and so you have people there that were in the wilderness for three days. I, I'd never noticed that detail before. But so hmm. three days, they had only whatever it is they happened to bring with them when they were coming with Jesus. It's a long time. So so there it is. That's how it is. This is a wilderness. This is a place where you get hungry. We're not denying that. And yet, of course, it was no big deal because Jesus is going to feed them. The disciples didn't know how that would all work out. Their, their best solution was, well, send them home. I mean, they may be weak and hungry, but what else can we do? But Jesus says, no, I'm, I'm going to take care of them. Uh, and, and so we have that. We have the Lord. The kingdom is here. He's he's doing what needs to be. And, of course, when we get to the next petition, we'll see it does also refer to our, our bodily needs as well. But certainly here, uh, we are comforted that in his kingdom and his will, our spiritual needs have already been addressed. Yeah. Go ahead. Wait, I, I think, you know, as... As we think through this concretely, maybe for yeah. us, you know, how does God's kingdom come among us, right? Okay, yes. And, and I think, uh, you know, I think one way to answer this is, you know, keeping in mind the, the catechism's meaning there, yeah. that his will is done when it, it breaks and hinders every evil plan of the devil. Well, how does God's kingdom come among us? I think one way to answer it is, well, if it ticks off Satan, <laughs> then God's kingdom is probably coming. There you, you know? go. <laughs> and, you know, and I just think of, our, you know, just, just things like when a, a husband and wife keep their wedding vows to each other. Yeah. God's kingdom's coming. Yeah, like Satan hates that sort of stuff. You know, when we pass on the faith to the next generation, that's God's kingdom, his reign coming. Satan's Satan's upset. You know, and we just think of all the things. When we come to the Lord's Supper, when we come to worship, God's kingdom is coming among us. Uh, Satan doesn't like that either. And so when we think of, you know, what would tick off Satan? Well, it's probably God's will being done then and his kingdom coming. And again, we pray, let it be done among us. Father, you come too. So the thing I'm thinking, though, uh, um, the way this is done, though, the, the, the way that, that couples are held together, uh, the way that Satan is frustrated is simply when what happens right here and now happens, and that is that God comes to us with, with his word. Uh, um, see, I think when we, we pray thy kingdom come, maybe we are thinking more in terms of power and might and glory, and, and there probably are Christians that, that pray it that way, that they're looking for God to come in and have this great, marvelous victory over Satan, which, of course, he will in the end. But I'm thinking about that first time that Jesus Christ came. That's not how the kingdom came when Christ came into the world, did he? He didn't put an end to all evil and all wickedness. In fact, he actually allowed himself to, to be exposed and to suffer and to die at the hands of this. 
So maybe the coming of the kingdom isn't going to be exactly the way we expect it, at least not here and now, but it will also come with suffering and with cross for us as well. But we have that word, and that means we got the kingdom, and so you can be like Jesus. You can be struggling, you can have your crosses, and yet you know it's all going to work out with, with life and resurrection and ascension in heaven. So I don't know. That thought just occurred well, to me. Well, yeah, too, right? I, think, I, I think you're right that uh, the kingdom of God doesn't, isn't always what we expect, perhaps. Um, we, you know, we think of the hiddenness of God and his work, at least, you know, we think of that, the cross, especially, I think that's the ultimate example that the cross where it looks like Christ is defeated, even dead, God dies. And yet that's when the kingdom is coming. God's plan and work of salvation being done right there on Calvary. So we're not necessarily praying here to God, make my life just one of happiness and joy. We're saying, God, let me know your love. Let me know your forgiveness and your word. Like you say, the word, the sacrament. And then at the same time, oh Lord, let me then also be a servant among those around us. Even if that doesn't mean I have some crosses and sacrifices yeah. to do that. And do break and hinder every evil plan of the devil. Yeah, certainly. That's and, a and that'll worthy do it, prayer too. That, and that'll do what, it that'll if do God's it. will's yeah. done. With, with his word and, and faith and love, yeah, that'll hinder the will. So... Matt, thank you very much. We continue with our study of the Lord's Prayer, and we'll be back next week.